Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Intentionally Inspirational, the podcast for entrepreneurs and those who just want more out of life. Now for your host and author of the upcoming book, The Backwards Route to Forward Progress, Jason Wright. Hello, Inspire Nation. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I am your host, Jason Wright, and I'm excited to share episode number 36 with you guys today. This episode is called Ordinary to Exceptional. We've got a great guest, Brian Scudamore, that will be joining us today. Before we get into that conversation between Brian and myself, I'd like to share a bit of news with you. I am going to cut back to one podcast per week with the possibility of bonus episodes. Um, so I'm doing this instead of committing to two shows a week, so I would rather under-promise and over-deliver for you guys. So effective immediately, we're going to go with one show per week, and we're going to sprinkle in bonus episodes uh, where it makes sense and where we want to. So wanted to share that with you guys, Inspire Nation, and I think everything with that would be just fine. So let's talk about this guest today. We've got a phenomenal guest today. I uh, had a great conversation, but let me tell you a little bit about him. So Brian Scudamore is a serial entrepreneur. Um, he's known for pioneering the junk hauling industry with 1-800-GOT-JUNK. I'm sure you guys have seen the trucks. I'm sure you've heard of the company. But since he's conquered that market, he has also applied his ordinary to exceptional, or O2E, formula to painting, moving, and the home detailing industry. So in addition to 1-800-GOT-JUNK, the other brands that he has are Wow One Day Painting, You Move Me, and Shack Shine. So 1-800-GOT-JUNK, I'd like to talk about this for a second. This is the world's largest junk removal service. That's a big deal. We're talking all over the U.S., Canada, and Australia. So Brian's going to share his story with us, how he went from zero to over $250 million with his empire. And you guys will see, he's just getting warmed up. So... Uh, with great conversation, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So without any further hesitation, let's get on with it. All right, everybody. Uh, as promised, I've got an awesome guest with me this week. I've got Brian Scudamore from 1-800-GOT-JUNK and O2E Brands. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jason. No problem at all. The pleasure is all mine. Well, I know a bit about your story, but my audience, Inspire Nation, may not. So why don't you walk us a little bit through your entrepreneurial journey, where it starts with the $700 in the pickup truck, uh, kind of to current day, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, I'll try and condense 27 years into a, a short couple of minutes here. But basically, where things started was 18 years old, one course short of graduation from high school, and I thought to myself, okay, all my friends are going to college. I better find a way to go. And I talked my way into a local college here in Vancouver. I had to find a way to pay for that university education because my parents were not going to fund an education for a guy that didn't finish high school. So I was in a McDonald's drive through of all places contemplating my future and saw in front of me a beat-up old pickup truck with plywood side panels. The truck was filled with junk. And I looked at the truck and went, there's my ticket. And I went and bought a truck, $700, 
pretty cheap. You, you get what you pay for. And I got this beat up old truck of my own and started knocking on doors, driving down alleys, laneways. When I saw someone had a pile of junk, I introduced myself as Brian from the rubbish boys. That was the company name I created. <laughs> and, uh, it was, it's ironic, but three to four years into my business education, still not having graduated from college, but learning a ton about business by running one, I was inspired to drop out. Dropped out of college. My father, who was a liver transplant surgeon, thought I was absolutely off my rocker. I left school and said, hey, I'm going to build this business full time. And I set out over eight, eight years to build the business. Uh, I went from zero to a, a million dollars in revenue. But what was exciting is the flywheel momentum started to turn as I started to learn the lessons of the business world, finding the right people, getting the wrong people out, figuring out how to take a brand and scale it. We started to really take off and I took franchising as my model of growth. I was inspired by McDonald's, not necessarily the food, but their <laughs> business model and what Ray Kroc built. And I said, that's the model I'm going to choose. And we started to franchise and very quickly, we became a overnight success story, as they call it. Today, if I fast forward, we are $250 million in, in revenue across Canada, the United States, Australia. And not only did we take the 1-800-GOT-JUNK model and have success, but we leveraged that into other home services that we could build and franchise. Wow One Day Painting, which is a painting brand where we go paint someone's home in a day. Shack shine, windows, gutters, power washing. And then our uh, we've got another brand, which is in the moving space, You Move Me. And all of our brands have been born out of the premise that I experienced a bad experience as a customer in that industry. I thought, you know, we can do this better. And taking something ordinary, like washing windows, it's a very fragmented mom-and-pop business, why couldn't we take our model that we had success with with 1-800-GOT-JUNK and parlay that into another $100 million business in another brand? Absolutely. Man, that's awesome. Thank you very much for sharing that. I'm kind of curious, when you go back to the early days, what was that first year like for you with 1-800-GOT-JUNK? It was really learning the game of business, what it took to knock on doors, introduce myself, face rejection. Sales can be hard. And when someone tells you that, yeah, sorry, I don't need junk removal, and you've heard that five times in a row, it makes you not want to knock on the sixth door. But what I found is it gave me confidence, tenacity to persevere and just build this business. I knew people needed junk removal. And if I knocked on enough doors over that year, I, I ultimately came to the conclusion that if I worked hard enough, I could get enough business to pay for college. And that's what happened. I wasn't making a ton of money, but I was paying for my university education. But it was when I saw the value in running a business and learning on my own as having more value than studying in college. That's when that transition occurred. Absolutely. Just curious, did you have much competition back then with what you were doing? There was probably as much competition back then as there is today because this is an easy industry to get into. Someone goes and buys a pickup truck or they might already own a pickup truck. They start hauling junk. It's pretty straightforward. I think of all of our businesses and you could pick something like, wow, one day painting, even lower barriers to entry. Just about anybody can pick up a paintbrush and get out there and start painting walls for, for a fee. 
It doesn't cost a lot of money to get started, mm -hmm. but what differentiates us with our O2E ordinary to exceptional brands is that we're providing a level of service, experience, professionalism, passion that no one else can compare to. So while there is competition, I believe that we're doing things in such a unique way that there isn't competition. Absolutely. You, you've raised the bar so high and you're operating at such a high level that your average one or two man operation just can't compete with that. You got it. So I imagine like with your, your hiring of your employees, you guys are probably very, very picky as far as the type of people you hire to maintain those high standards. Am I right? It is the most important thing that we've got as a brand is our people. Absolutely. This company is all about people finding the right people and treating them right. So when people go through our hiring process, we are so selective that some people get exhausted going through the process that they've quit before they've even started working with us. But it is a five to 10 interview process, depending on the position that someone has with our business. But at that point, we know whether or not we found the right person and that it's a good mutual match on both sides. Yeah, I think that's a great approach, actually. Uh, a lot of my background is human resources, and I'm always a fan of losing people as early as you can in the hiring process. And it sounds like with yours, people weed themselves out in some cases. So that's really, really good. It works. Well, let's talk for a moment about mindset. You know, as you know, entrepreneurs struggle with mindset, and most entrepreneurs never make a ton of money doing it, I believe, for that reason. Um, what would you tell Inspire Nation about pushing through those limiting beliefs that they may have? Well, I love the quote by Walt Disney. We've got it up in our office, a big decal on, the, on one of the walls, and it says, Walt's quote, it's kind of fun to do the impossible. Why have, <laughs> limiting, why have limiting beliefs? Just think that you can do anything. If you want to build a business and you grow it to a $100 million business, don't necessarily think of all the reasons why you can't. Just pretend you can. Think of your vision of the future of why you could build such a great business and how it could look, feel, and act. In fact, we have something we call our painted picture. It's a vision of the future and what that looks like for our business. We have them for all businesses. And documenting that vision in two pages has been one of the most powerful things we've ever done. And where it came from was 1997. I was a bit of a, in a bit of a stuck position in my life a little bit of depression, questioning whether or not I could really build 1-800-GOT-JUNK to be something great. We were only a million in revenue, and I started to question myself and the model. And I went on, uh, went on a little uh, one-day vacation, went to my parents' summer cottage, sat out on the dock on the water, and I crystallized this vision in my head. I closed my eyes and said, what if we could be in the top 30 metros in North America, not just Vancouver where we started? What if we could be the FedEx of junk removal with clean, shiny trucks, friendly, uniformed drivers? What if we could be on the Oprah Winfrey show? You know, there were no limiting beliefs there. In fact, sky was the limit. And I said, if I can do all those things, would that be exciting? And I wrote it down in this one-page vision or painted picture, and that became our reality. We started to see ourselves in the future, and the business came together. All the people came together to make that vision happen. Uh, if anyone ever wants to see, any of your audience wants to see my painted picture, I'm happy to share our current version. They just need to email me, brian.scudamore at o2ebrands.com, and I'm happy to fire off that picture to them. Very nice, and I'll put your email in the show notes as well. Uh, I'm just listening to you and thinking to myself, was it tougher from your standpoint 
getting to that first million or going from there to where you guys are now? There's been hard moments along the way that I think there's three or four big events that have happened where I've hired the wrong people or fired the whole team. There's been tough moments, but on a day-to-day basis, I think it was harder to get from zero to a million mm-hmm. than it was than it was to get from a million to ten. Gotcha. And it was harder to go from a million to ten million than it was to go from ten to a hundred. Gotcha. Entrepreneurs that I know that have built billion-dollar businesses or been a part of billion-dollar companies have all said that a hundred to a billion is actually easier. And thankfully that's the road we're on right now. Um, But you've got to take all the learning and you've got to really continue to build on the greatness you've built to get to that next level. That's very, very cool, man. That's, uh, it's exciting to hear. I mean, you, uh, you probably have a plan, I guess, to get to that billion dollar mark. Is that something that you see in your future? Yeah, we're we're over over a quarter of a billion right now, so a good portion of the way there. Mm-hmm. And really getting the business to grow by 25% annually is uh is is a is a big not a big number to to pull out of the hat there, but it's uh something that's happening and it just comes from having the right people, the right strategy. It's not easy, but fortunately I have a incredible team here that does often make the growth of O2E brands look easy at least to me. Absolutely. And I would imagine once you have the momentum that you guys have, it's certainly, you know, easier to maintain that momentum than to, to start it from a, a standstill, like you said. So absolutely very, very cool. Well, I listened to you talk to Pat Flynn a few months back on the smart passive income, and you said something that resonated with me even to this day. And you spoke about the power of asking. And I was wondering <laughs> if you could talk about that a little bit today with us. Yeah, to me, it's simple. You never know what you'll get unless you ask. I can go back as far as college. I, I, I was told I couldn't get into college because I didn't have a high school diploma. I didn't graduate from high school, and that was the minimum standards. But I kept asking, and I asked several different people before they finally said, okay, we'll give you a shot. Mm-hmm. You'll never know what you'll get unless you ask. We had called the Oprah Winfrey Show over and over and over to try and get our story told on her show. It wasn't the first call. It wasn't the third call. It, you know, it took many phone calls before we could make that happen. 1-800-GOT-JUNK is a phone number. We didn't have that number, but we had a vision, or I had a vision of us having that phone number. In fact, I hired a design company to design the logo before we even had secured the 1-800-GOT-JUNK telephone number because I had a belief and a vision that I could get that number some way, somehow. It took 60 phone calls to get in touch with the owner of that that phone number in Idaho, the Department of Transportation, where they finally said, okay, someone in the phone room told me the number was important, knew the, the phone number was important to me, and finally gave in and said, okay, here you go, here's your phone number. So the power of asking is you never know what you get unless you ask. And it's having the guts to step up and say, could we make this happen? Absolutely. I guess the worst thing that could happen is somebody could say no, and then you end up exactly where you are anyway. Someone says no, and if you're smart enough, you take that no and you say, okay, how could I turn that no into a yes? What's the learning from that no that will help me change my business, improve my process to eventually get to a yes? 
You know, I actually used your advice that you just gave and reached out to you on Twitter and said, will you come on my show? And you said yes. So <laughs> the power uh-huh. of asking uh, definitely does work. But that's that's Absolutely. great, great tips yeah. there. Well, your newest business, is it Shack Shine? Am I right with that? That's the newest brand, correct. Newest brand, gotcha. What do you see uh, in the future for that? I mean, does that have great potential, you think, as well, also? Yeah, there are windows on every home you see across North America, and they all need to be washed. So I look at Shack Shine, and the potential of the business is unbelievable. We've got 13 franchises currently in less than a year. By next year, I'm sure we'll we'll double or triple that number. So things will grow quickly, and the, the beauty of, of success is when you start building momentum, and it's never a given, but we're on our fourth brand, the mistakes and the lessons learned from the previous three businesses are helping to make things grow more quickly. So I think the future is bright for Shackshine. I think that it's a business where people need window washing, power washing, gutter cleaning, and it's such a fragmented mom-and-pop business. So finding business partners, entrepreneurs to build the brand with us across North America, I think when we've got those happy, hungry, hardworking, entrepreneurially-minded people that want to build something with us, I think we're going we're gonna to do some serious uh, – have some serious, serious growth and uh, real magic in, in the brand. Absolutely. Well, I, I can't help but wonder – I just I see more more brands for you down the road. It just seems like this is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, you're probably not going to say anything about that yet, but it wouldn't surprise me if you guys keep going with that, and I think you'll uh, continue to have success for sure. Yeah, that's the plan. We don't know what the next brand will be. We honestly don't. Uh, but it is one of those things where we know that by 2021, the vision is a billion in revenue. As that's a measurement of of our growth and our significance. It's it's not really about the money. But then a billion in revenue with 10 brands, globally admired. That's the, that's the goal. That's the vision. And uh, as I said, a lot of hard work and passion will go into making that happen. But that's where we're going. Very cool. And, you know, just something I was thinking about. I mean, you've obviously come a long way already. Uh, I guess when you kind of get to the level where you are at now, you never stop reaching. You never stop challenging yourself, do you? It's always a, an exciting adventure. And I think that entrepreneurs don't like to stop. They don't like to give in. They like to make things better. And it's that momentum, that energy, the forward progress that that keeps entrepreneurs on their toes. And I think fortunately, I feel like my day is always exciting and challenging because we try and take things to the next level. So call it a sickness, a disease, or uh, call it just part of the human uh, you know, spirit that, that keeps things pushing forward. I, I think being an entrepreneur is one of the most incredible adventures. Yeah, it sounds like it's very, very rewarding for you. And it's, it's certainly inspiring to me, um, and, and I'm sure many, many people listening as well. What three actionable steps would you give myself and our listeners who are trying to get from that five to six-figure mark in their businesses? What, what would you tell us? Well, I would say, first of all, have a vision. Have a vision of where you're going. Don't worry about how you'll get there. The road is long and hard, but just think of where you're going and what that looks like. So my business, yeah, vision of a billion. But it wasn't a vision of a billion back in the day. It was just a vision of let's take this brand from one city, Vancouver, into 30 metros. That's a massive leap and jump from where we were. 
but we had a vision that we could make it happen. We didn't worry about how to get there. We just started focusing on, on the path. Sure. So vision number two is have the right people, find the right people, treat them right. Don't ever, ever, ever compromise on the quality of people that you bring into your organization. When you start with a vision, you've often got yourself and no one else as an employee, but at least surround yourself with people who are cheerleading you on towards your journey to make sure that you've got people surrounding you that believe in you and believe in where you're going. And, and number three, systems. As you start to build and figure things out with your business, come up with replicatable processes. If you figure out how to uh, sell your service to customers, write down everything you know about how to sell your product or your service and start teaching other people. Make it scalable so that you can build and grow a great brand. Uh, that's great advice. Thank you for that. Um, another question for you. I'm kind of off my notes here, but it just popped in my head while you were talking. Um, did you have mentors or coaches or mastermind groups or anything supporting you early on? Yeah, I think my biggest supporting group, if you will, has been EO, the Entrepreneur Organization. I have been in the organization for 20 years. I talk to people from EO constantly. I have a forum group, which is like a mastermind group that I meet with monthly. I have done so with that same group for 20 years, and it's incredible how much we've all grown together. There's a program I take at MIT that I'm in my 15th year. It's called Birthing of Giants, and that is a program which has allowed me to continue to learn and grow as a leader, grow as a person. So I've had all of the above. Everything you've mentioned there, I've worked towards, and I think that it's the never-ending thirst for knowledge that entrepreneurs are constantly seeking. How do we continue to thrive and grow, increase our learning, increase our networks? And uh, it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. You know, one thing that, that I see a lot as you think of the, the roofer or the landscaper, the painter, kind of the one-man operation, you know, people need to realize that you can't do the types of things that you have done by yourself. you got to have support. You've got to have uh, a team around you. You've got to have, you know, some kind of help. So, um, no, it's it's very, very, very good stuff. Yeah, you can't do things alone. you got to build a team. And, again, this company, O2E Brands, is all about people, finding the right people, and treating them right. Absolutely. Well, Brian, I appreciate your time very, very much today. Um, you're the, the biggest profile guest we've had on so far, so really, really excited to share that with uh, my, my community and all of my people, and uh, appreciate your time a great deal. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you having me on the show, Jason, and uh, all the best to you and your audience. All right. Thank you very much. You have a good day, okay? Okay. Take care. See you. Wow, that was an awesome conversation. Brian, I know you're listening. Thank you again, my friend. I wish you all the best with your company and your brands, and I wish you guys continued success in the future. This is the fun part of this uh, this gig, guys. I, I get to meet with and talk to awesome people all over the world. Um, I get to learn. You get to learn. Perhaps they get to learn a little here as well. And these guys share actionable tips with you. You know, Inspire Nation, you can leave the podcast episode each week with a little nugget, a little something new to try, another opportunity for forward progress in your journey, wherever you may be in the process. So 
Uh, pretty cool if you ask me. I love doing it. Love, love doing it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's just exciting stuff. So if you guys want to check out the show notes and some of Brian's resources, go to intentionallyinspirational.com slash episode 36, and you will find those there. You guys may notice that the format of the show notes has changed a little bit since episode 34. And what I'm doing is I'm writing almost a, like a 200-word blog post kind of behind the scenes and some deeper info about the podcast. So it's a little bit richer than what you saw in the past, but it's great. There's great value all over the place on the site. So wanted to bring that to your attention as well. Well, if you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did creating it, uh, please subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, If you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star review as well. We love that, as you know. Talk about it every week. And, man, I I appreciate you guys tuning in as always. If you guys have suggestions for future guests or topics or anything you can think of, uh, reach out to me. Me and my team would love to hear it and make it happen for you. As always, you guys have a great week. Keep pushing towards your goals. Don't give up. And like Brian said, don't be scared to ask for things that you want. You may be surprised at the answer you get. Well, until next time, guys, we will will, uh, talk to you soon. And uh, be careful and stay inspired and keep working towards maximizing your greatness. See ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We hope that we brought you one step closer to maximizing your greatness. See you next time.